What do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down. Hey guys, happy Wednesday. It's Rachel Silver Cohen and Dr. Boca. It's another episode of Unpolished Therapy. We have ditched the couch. We've grabbed the mics. I'm meeting Dr. Boca on the corner of Audacity and Advice. And we are ready to break it down. Hey, Dr. Boca, good morning. Good morning, Rage. How's it going? It is going. How's by you? It's going well. I can't believe we're here again because we flew by. I'm amazed by how much stuff is. I don't know. I do better, I guess, when I'm busy. And so this last week has been incredibly, incredibly busy. So I guess that's a good thing. I'm happy to be here, though. I love taking and carving this time out to speak with you and our listeners, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, totally. I guess if you've been busy, 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 that means you're probably not procrastinating. Oh. You know, remember we talked about that, I guess it was last week or maybe a couple weeks ago. I'm doing better too relative to... I think being more mindful of the procrastination and the planning ahead thing. But I took to heart what you said last week. And I do think you might have been right about something. What? I, yeah, yeah. um, Everyone, hold your applause. (laughs) I am telling Dr. Boca that I think she was onto something that I didn't even tap into. You were right that there is something, maybe not fully, but there is a piece of my personality that definitely gets a little bit of that adrenaline rush or a little bit of extra dopamine or whatever it is that fuels my fire if I'm doing something in that last minute Lucy thing. So anyway, that's what I want to tell you about that. I'm going to take the compliment. My goal is not to be right here. My goal is to help you gain some awareness. And this is not a compliment. In fact, it's almost a oh, Rachel, get out of my head situation. But I can't tell you how many times I thought of you this week when I went to empty the dishwasher. Dishwasher? And I was like, oh, now I'm just going to add more in and I'll wash it again. No big deal. Which I've always done, but now I have to chuckle every time I do it. So I guess I'm going to say I thank you or screw you one or the other. Totally. Well, how about bygones? Okay, we'll take it. Let me just tell you something, something that I absolutely do not have an awareness on. You got to give me two seconds to vent here. You know, I watch a lot of television. I'm into all these dramas and comedies and everything in between, a lot of documentaries and so on and so forth. But I do get into the quote unquote, you know, like the Bubba Mices, Mm -hmm. right? As my dear old grandmother used to say. So everything from the subliminal to the sublime with television. And the thing that I just have zero awareness on that I cannot figure out is what's going on now with, and wait for it, ready? Streaming. So streaming, that's like the nouveau word for like turning on your TV and watching something. I guess it's like Mm -hmm. the TiVo of now, right? And it just doesn't make sense to me because streaming, it's like, oh, free streaming. It's not free, okay? (laughs) And that is what I just can't wrap my brain around. We all have NBC. We all have CBS. Except then, all of a sudden, there's like these streaming channels. Peacock is like the new NBC. And I still don't even know what Peacock is. Okay, I've seen it, but I don't know what it is. So Peacock is the new NBC. Paramount, apparently, is the new CBS, okay? This HBO Max thing is the new HBO. And and you're supposed to have all of these channels, right, for quote-unquote free because it's streaming. Uh But that is not the case. No, it costs. Everything costs, even though they try to rope you in to say that it's free. The last time I checked the dictionary, free means without an exchange of money. Yes. But 
they're making it up. They're pulling the wool over my eyes. I feel bamboozled. Then I have Amazon and I have Amazon Prime and Mm -hmm. I have it on my phone. But then if you go to watch the show that's supposed to be streaming free on Amazon Prime, it's not really free. You have to then download it again. And we all know I have a lot of trouble with downloads because I don't understand technology. And then how about this? This is the other thing that they bamboozle you into. So they give you one show, right? You think it's streaming. So you're watching the show and I'm like, okay, great. Next episode, click here. You click here. And then all of a sudden, like all the red flags come up as if like my TV or my phone for that matter, just got like a virus on it. And they're saying like, no, cancel. You're not allowed to watch unless you pay. Well, so thanks for roping me into the show that was supposed to be free because it was streaming on NBC, which last I heard when Dan Rather and Walter Cronkite were on like the regular four channels that we had as a kid. Now we have to pay for NBC. It's just the whole thing is so infuriating. And everyone's telling me, you have to watch Yellowstone. You have to watch Yellowstone. So, okay. So I start watching Yellowstone, but now the jig is up and now I have to pay to watch Yellowstone. And then the other thing I just want to say before I let you agree or disagree with me is that You can watch it maybe sometimes for free on your TV, in your home, on your couch, or in your bed. But then when you go to your phone on the quote-unquote free app that isn't free, then you have to pay for it there. So like, why was it free on my television, but it's not free on my phone? So that that one, I don't know. That one I have not experienced. No. Well, that's true. CBS. I mean, this goes back a little bit, but like I was trying to watch a tennis match. I'm watching it on the television on my couch. And then I'm like, all right, now I want to go outside, but I want to finish the match. Oh, okay. Well, it's free if you download the CBS app. Well, no, it's not. Because in order for me to download the CBS app, now they want my Xfinity codes Uh, and all of that. And then now all of a sudden it's $9.99. And then to me, $9.99 is not free. That is not free. No. Not free. So I don't want to continue to rant on and on, but I feel like I'm being duped. I feel like I now have trust issues, okay, with something as simple as trying to watch a television show on different modalities, whether it's the iPad, whether it's the laptop, whether it's the TV that's attached to the wall, or whether it's the iPhone or Android that people have. And I just feel like there's a facade with everything. And I don't want that to translate into real life relationships and how we communicate and every show for that matter, it seems when we turn the TV on. And we talked about this months and months ago with Squid Games Mm -hmm. and Succession and all of these shows that really are highlighting deceit. I want to touch base with you about that a little bit and what your thoughts are. Yeah. I mean, okay. So I'm bamboozled right now. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. And you just put a lot out there and I'm putting my trust in you that we're going to get through this. Okay. Um, First off, let's breathe about the streaming. I don't sit here saying I know how any of it works. I just like to go onto my TV and hope that it's either on Netflix or Amazon. And then when I do get to Amazon and I have to I agree. Watch that first episode and they lure you in. It feels very manipulative. Then I have to pay for it. And I'm just like, there have been times that I'll see something. It will say that I have HBO Max on my TV and then I want to go watch it. And then it says, you can't access this. So I go to my computer and I Google, how do you watch so-and-so? And then it says, okay, you can get it through this and therefore you have to pay this. So I agree 100% that it is a beautiful, manipulative, 
for getting you sucked in and seduced. And I do think that talking about trust in these TV shows, there's a seductive, manipulative quality that we as humans are drawn to. And we did talk about this with Squid Games. And I didn't watch Squid Games, but I thought it felt horrible that this is where we've gotten to in society. But now I've been watching other shows where I sit there and I'm like, oh my God, is this really what we are looking to for entertainment? And by the way, how it's translating, you said relationships, how it's translating in my own life, but also in my patients' lives. They're coming in and they're dating or they're married or they're dealing with their children. And they're asking me like, did you watch so-and-so? And I can give you a list of some of those shows. And they're like, wait, is that what's really happening? Am I being duped by people? So for instance, The Shrink Next Door, that one's come up often in my in my line of work because, oh, I'm a shrink, right? So that would be the obvious one that comes up. And they're like, are you fucking with my head? Like, are you taking me for all I am? So I, too, watched The Shrink Next Door because I was fascinated that it's a true story. That's really where I kind of want to tap in. But do you want to tell the listeners, Dr. Boca, just give the two-second elevator pitch, cliff note kind of synopsis on what The Shrink Next Door is about? Sure. So if you could figure out how to stream it, and that's all on you guys. (laughs) Exactly. We don't even know what channel it's on. Couldn't tell you. But The Shrink Next Door is about, and again, as Rachel said, a true story about a neurotic guy who thought it would be best if he got into therapy at the coaxing of his sister. And he found a psychiatrist who, I think it was in New York, but he found a a Nebuchadnezzar psychiatrist who apparently had a very dysfunctional and empty back life in his childhood. And as such, he, the psychiatrist, started to take advantage of the client's Time, his money, time, persona. money, right. And and his issues. Like he preyed on his vulnerability is what mm-hmm. I was trying to get at. And by doing that, he coerced him and coaxed him and seduced him into giving him money, investing with him, allowing him to stay with him, throwing parties, all so that the psychiatrist could become affluent and a known body and feel connected and admired by other people. So the psychiatrist's pathology was playing out on the susceptible patient. And also, if my memory serves correctly, one of the things I was so fascinated about amongst many, because each mm-hmm. episode, my jaw was was hanging lower and lower. Absolutely. On the, but this carried on for decades. Decades. And that's the piece where you say, again, like you watch it and you're in such disbelief that Mm -hmm. something this drastic could go on for so long, even though it was subtle, because I guess it was such a slow bleed with how this doctor was manipulating this patient who was so vulnerable. But then to your point earlier, it comes back to us as the viewer now. I mean, maybe it's shame on us for even watching this in the first place. But for someone like myself, I'm watching it because the intrigue was that it was a true story. It wasn't just a make-believe, you know, Bubba Mice, as my grandmother would say. So that's where I wonder where maybe some of your patients, maybe our listeners, myself included, I always say, if I'm thinking it, other people might be questioning it also. Where do we draw the line between fiction and nonfiction? Mm -hmm. And is art imitating life or is life imitating art? 
obviously this doctor was a complete swindler. Mm -hmm. I just finished watching a show on Netflix, which I actually... It's the only channel that I actually get on my television (laughs) and on my phone, everyone. So that channel is sort of like my most prevalent go-to because I know I'm not going to have too many problems. With the exception of speaking of swindler, I logged on to Netflix the other day. And for the listeners out there, you know, when you log on to like your homepage, it like says your name. And then maybe if like your kids have an account, right? Okay. Uh Those boxes. So all of a sudden, someone by the name of Joanne popped up on my screen. Okay. Now I was like, hmm, Who's Joanne? Who is Joanne? I will tell you, this is sort of just like a moment of like truth serum here. I would like to think that I myself am not a swindler. Mm -hmm. However, I have been known to share some of my cable channel streaming platforms. Absolutely. And I have Apple TV that I share with a friend. Mm -hmm. And those same friends share their Hulu account with me. Okay. So you don't have to pay. Yeah. Right. So, right. So we okay. also, okay, fine. So maybe we're, look, you're going to make me pay for CBS. I'm going to share my Apple TV account. Okay. So, like you know, deal. tomato, tomato, give me a break. It's not the end of the world. Right. That being said, though, when I saw the name Joanne pop up, I was like, hmm, I only know like one or two Joannes. And I called one of my friends and I was like, did you? Give my Netflix account <laughs> to your mom, like to Joanne, you know? And the long and the short is that no, they did not. And I guess someone by the name of Joanne is enjoying my Netflix account also. So and you were hacked. I guess, but like, I don't even know what that means to try to fix it other than to say, like, Joanne. Happy birthday. I guess we're sharing a Netflix account. But I feel so I'm sitting here feeling violated and I don't usually feel like that. And but again, maybe as we're talking about distrust and being taken advantage of and duped, but seriously, like somebody logged into my account that I don't know and didn't give permission to. How is that different than somebody walking into my house that I didn't give permission to? So what does it say about me then that I'm such a nut that I don't even know what to do to change the God forbid password? Because like, I don't even know what the Netflix password is, but because it's like already prompted in the system, it's like, should I just let Joanne have access? I I mean, you're, you're a better person than I am because I'm like, oh my God, somebody's spying on what I'm watching. Well, does I'm this not, mean, listen, I'm proud of what I'm watching. It's not does, like I'm watching, you know. But does this mean they can see into my house now? Like, is this Big like brother. a one-way mirror? Like, I, my head goes a million directions. So if you want to be kind and you want to wish her happy birthday and give her access to your Netflix, great. I think I would ask my kid to change the password. To get rid of, okay. So Joanne, if you're, Joanne, Joanne, if you're listening out there, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, it's Wednesday and I want to give you some grace because maybe you need to figure out how to show? someone else's Netflix channel. Or finish the show you're watching, yeah. right? Finish up, get it all done. I'll give you to the end of the weekend, right? I mean, who wants to take away Netflix on a Saturday and Sunday? Sunday night at 10 o'clock, I'm cutting you off, girl. So Joanne, you've been put on notice. Love it. I love it. And look at you setting really good boundaries of there saying, hey you know what? This, I'm going to change the password and she's out. But I am hey, going to hack time. my shit. I'm only going to let you hack my shit for three weeks, right? <laughs> but I want to just tell you something, Dr. Boga, back to like being swindled and whatnot. So the other show that I kind of 
got mesmerized with, again, a true story, is a show on Netflix. I think that's where I was going and we kind of got derailed. And you know, everyone, that's what happens on the corner of audacity and advice. We're breaking down a whole lot of wreckage. Today, we are breaking down the wreckage of, I guess, having trust issues as it relates to some of these TV shows about fraud and deceit and being duped and swindled. And on Netflix, there's a new show that I don't know if I should say is streaming. <laughs> We're not even sure we understand. <laughs> we what don't know streaming what that is. Means. But it's called Tinder Swindler. So I heard of it and a friend of mine told me to watch it. And I have not because I got sidebarred by another show that also has the same component that I'd like to talk about, which was Inventing Anna. I think that's what it's called. And we can talk about both of those because what my understanding is, and you can explain the Swindler one, is that was also a true story, as was the Anna one. And again, you feel like, can you trust people? I mean, it's a really vulnerable position to be in. So explain the Swindler one. Well, and I think both of them, without going into details on Inventing Anna or the Tinder Swindler, because the stories are are kind of the same, even Mm -hmm. though, you know, some of the context is different. And uh, Twindler, Tinder (laughs) Swindler is a documentary where Inventing Anna is a true story, but they've made it in a drama kind yes. of way. Like it's a series. And I think, is it Chandra? It's Chandra Rhymes. Rhymes. Yep. Rhymes. So, you know, she's putting her hat on it and she is the creator or director, or whatever. So it's more of like a soap opera. But, mm-hmm. but the reason that they're connected is that it really is about duping other people and having a persona that is not your own, but you take it on as yours. Mm-hmm. And you are literally bamboozling innocent, vulnerable people for your own gain. Everybody. And that's what I want to, you know, the devil's in the details. So I don't want to give it away. The shows are they are definitely entertaining for the listeners out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if I want to encourage you to watch it because to the point that we're trying to get to is that, is this just going to increase our own red flag alert of distrust in people or how do we... And that's really where, Dr. Boca, I want you to put your hat on and your expertise. I don't want the goal to be that we're all going to just walk around living our lives distrusting others, Mm -hmm. how do we separate fact from fiction? And how do we feel good about letting our guard down and being vulnerable people, knowing that there's a lot of swindlers out there? Yeah. And and it's a really, really good question, Rach. And one that, you know, I have an answer for, but I don't have an answer for because it's one of those things that we do a lot of work in therapy um, with people and, and trust and vulnerability and emotional intimacy and building connections and the richness of those experiences and how difficult it is for so many people based on their upbringing and their attachment in childhood and how that plays out in every relationship. And we do this work to get people to realize that there's like I said, richness when you have that true connection, that true vulnerable emotional intimacy and trust in a relationship. And now we have people who are just getting there or have experienced it. Then they go see this as like the number one show on Netflix. They watch it and they come back to me and they're like, wait a minute, 
Now I don't know if I can trust the partner that I just worked my entire life to find, cherish, trust, let down my my facade, let down my wall, let somebody in. And now I'm going to go and watch a show and find out that it's like my best friend could be duping me. Like, so it does, it puts us in this almost crazy mode where we don't know what to believe and what not to believe. And so what I've been exploring with my patients is, yes, this is based on a true story. And I'm talking about inventing Anna and the shrink one. And also Tinder Swindler. I haven't watched. Right, it's true. But again, a lot the other two drama has been added to make it palpable and entertaining Mm -hmm. for the average person. So we do have to look at how often is this really happening? We're seeing it more and more because of things like social media and shows like this and people putting it out. But the average person Okay, the average person, the you, the me, we're two people right here. We're not swindling. We're not manipulating people. And we can start multiplying that out. That is just one small way of helping people kind of get out of the moment of the TV show and kind of extrapolate the real trust that they have in their life and that this is more in the minority than in the majority. Okay. And I subscribe to what you're saying, but I also don't want you to forget that on Friday nights at 10 o'clock when Dateline is on or 2020, and there's more of these shows that are just the, oh my God, jaw dropping. You've got to be kidding me because my neighbor that I've known for 20 years, what he had bodies buried in the attic. You've got to be kidding me. And he murdered his sister's aunt's cousin's boss and then had an affair with the gardener's secretary. Like what? And these things are happening over and over and over that it's coming at us from all these different directions. It is. And it's like the mental health question mm-hmm. is, are more people struggling or are we seeing it more now because people are more able to talk about it, right? right. We don't know. I mean, I think it's a little bit of both, right? We've normalized it. And you know, with social media and with TV shows, it's not this taboo. It's the same thing now. We have more modes and mediums of seeing it. Whereas before, when you were only watching the free CBS and NBC, right? When we only had <laughs> yeah. four channels, right? If you if you missed it that night, you missed it, right? And you had a you know a sixty minute or a thirty minute episode to see it, and maybe a handful of people saw it, and then you moved on, right? So so there are so many factors as to what's happening. But again, Rachel has your next not is but has your next door neighbor uncovered bones in their backyard. Uh, Well, I have to tell you, and I'm glad you're sitting down for this one, not my next door neighbor where I live now, but I, hands to God, several months ago, okay, there was a whole to-do here in the community on a Saturday night, cops, ambulance, fire trucks, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, there was, Dr. Boca. Some guy in the neighborhood had a body buried in the attic. Now, I don't know who this person was, but they were arrested and thank God, you know, they don't live in our little community that we seemingly thought was a white picket fence and, you know, hoity-toity. So it does exist. It It does. does. I'm not saying it doesn't. Those words never came out of my mouth. But of the how many houses in your neighborhood? No, I know something, right? One person in 25 years, we've had this situation happening. I'm not going to say this shit doesn't happen. You are going to get swindled on Twinder maybe or whatever it's called, right? You may come across that person who is reinventing herself and manipulating and scheming and, and becoming you know, a multi-billionaire based on a a false house of cards. Those things 
happen. But the reason they make TV is because they're not happening to everyone. Right. And they're not happening all the time because otherwise they wouldn't be making TV. They wouldn't be special anymore. Right. But the question does become like, how do we move past that? How do we say, you know what? Like, yes, this might happen out there, but I still want to put my foot forward and move forward and connect and develop relationships and find that trust. And I think that's really where we need to kind of reposition ourselves and and sit in for a while. Because if we're thinking about all the endless possibilities, just like when we talked about your son starting to drive and you were thinking about all the endless possibilities, you were never buying him a car and putting him on the street. I think you're right, Dr. Boca. And I think what we need to do then is to really focus our attention and maybe our work today on not necessarily like what are the signs we should be looking for because we're going around with glasses on and and a laser beam to try to Mm -hmm. scope out all the swindlers out there. But maybe you can speak to how do we redirect it and, and how can we go out in the world feeling as though we have a clean slate with others to try to let our guard down a little bit. And then, you know, we let the chips fall where they may, right? I mean, do do you think that's a better angle? Yeah, it's always a better angle to look at it from ourselves and what we can do to put ourselves out there in the safest and best way where we're healthy. So when we start to see this focus in and that laser focus, as you were saying, on being paranoid or feeling like we're easily duped or manipulated, that usually stems from something that happened in our childhood, whether it was distrusting of our family members or if there were expectations placed on us and they were inconsistent and we would go for nurturing from our parents and one day they would be lovely and the next day they would be abusive. I mean, those are the people that are more vulnerable to going out into the real world and being swayed by or swindled by other individuals and real true I'm going to use a clinical term, but I'm using it more colloquially, but more of the sociopathy, the people who are the sociopaths, the people who are tend to be the ones that are taking advantage of people at that significant of a level, they prey on those vulnerable people who are already have that hole inside of them, that emptiness inside of them, right? So what I would say to somebody, if you're living in that place where you are have those glasses on, I would start with therapy. I really would. And look at how that has affected your trust in other people. If you know already and you understand that and you know every once in a while you have some trust issues, then we focus in on how do we change the lenses of what we're wearing? Let's not be laser focused on all the bad, but what are the good things that we're seeing? We can't control everything and it is impossible. We've had this conversation a million times, but what we can control is our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors, right? So if we suspect that somebody is duping us, what can we do about that? We ask ourselves the questions. We look at the evidence. We look at what they've done. We talk to a friend. We ask them for their objective take on it. We listen to our gut also, right? A lot of people don't trust their gut anymore, and we really need to. But if you're uncomfortable or you think this is happening, listen to it. It's sometimes really true. People can take advantage of you or you're not in a relationship. But if you go out there expecting 
not to trust. You will not trust in relationships. So we have to open that door and find a way that we can slowly, ever so carefully, allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Doesn't mean we have to expose everything, but allow ourselves to be a little bit vulnerable and see what we receive back. And that is how we slowly build that trust within that relationship. And what I always say to you is, be here now, right? We don't have to worry about what might happen and live with the anxiety and therefore not do because of the anticipation of a bad thing happening. Be in the moment and deal with whatever it is that's coming at you at that moment and work through that as it comes. All right. Well, I think that's excellent advice. And I feel duped by CBS. So what am I going to do about the problem? I am going to find Les Moonves' email address. And I think that we should craft some type of email to him and tell him that I think he's duping all of us on CBS and Paramount and whoever is in charge at NBC. I feel like you're duping us also. And I need to know who is working on the streaming system at Peacock and is Peacock even is that it's like a is that like a real thing? I don't know. I don't know what Peacock was. I saw it and I it looked like the old NBC little logo. I know, like right? Is it a Peacock? Is it a unicorn? Is it a combination? It doesn't matter because it really doesn't exist because you can't get onto the shows because you don't have the login because it's not free anyway. Even if you did have the login, so it's probably more like a unicorn. It just doesn't really happen. Does it really exist? But it's the facade. That they want us to believe that if we believe enough, that miraculously it will exist. So now you see that that's the parallel to these shows. It's a facade that's being out there. And if the facade can therefore exist, then we can not buy into that facade because by definition, it is a facade. So I just Mm. confused myself as I was saying it, but the idea being that a facade is fake. And if they're putting it on, we don't have to buy into it because what we're buying into is fake. And so Anna and the shrink and all of this stuff, they're fake. They're fake. Even though it happened in real life, if we have enough ego strength and we have enough self-confidence and awareness, we won't be duped by that. I love it. I love it. And the other thing I love is protecting Dr. Boca's license because this is some real great unpolished therapy here about unpolished topics. I mean, Mm -hmm. being duped, fraud, deceit, feeling as though there's facades every time we turn on the TV, if we can figure out how to find the shows in the first place. So we do want to protect Dr. Boca's license. So to the listeners out there, obviously, you know, I try to remind you every week, this is not real therapy. We're just you know, shooting the shit and kicking the can down the road. We've met today on the corner of audacity and advice. And we're breaking down the wreckage that is the facade and deceit of some of these TV shows that somehow seep into our minds in our daily life. And we don't want that to happen because we don't ultimately want to be people who are untrustworthy of others. We want to open up. We want to be vulnerable. We want to share. We want to be our authentic selves. And sometimes with some of the dreck that we're seeing on TV, that has happened as a result of some of these real life stories that are real eye openers. And I guess also to some degree there for the shock value, uh, we want to make sure that we're really separating this fact and fiction and we're not letting it come into our day in and our day out lives to a point where it would really bring us down and start affecting the relationships that we do have or the relationships that we hope to have on a go forward. So we want to protect Dr. Boca. If you have any real issues or mental illness or things of that nature, please reach out to her privately through a direct message or contact your healthcare provider. 
provider in and of itself. And I would put one more thing out. Thanks, Rich, for always protecting me. <laughs> I trust you to oh, always good. protect well, I, right. me. And I, so. again, thank you. I trust you too. Thank you. But I would say, if you're struggling with this, turn off the streaming. You don't have to watch the shows. That's the beautiful thing about it. There's a billion shows out there. Find something else to watch where it makes you trust again. It brings out the best in you. It makes you feel more secure. It helps you kind of escape some of the realities that are going on in life. It's a yummy, warm, and fuzzy. Those are easy ways. And it's funny, not funny. Ted Lasso. Right. Ted, Ted Lasso is a great we all need one. more Ted Lasso in our life. We all do. I adore him. But what's interesting is I was having this conversation the other day with my eyelash person, and we were talking about the metaverse, which I don't really understand at all. I talk about not understanding streaming. I mean, there's another layer of crypto. And then on top of that is the metaverse. Like, I don't understand any of that stuff that is like way above my pay grade. How- Can I just say one yeah. thing before you say that? Sure. So me neither. So we're in good company. Thank you. Because I just recently got the memo, which I haven't even fully read because it's in another language, that like Facebook and Instagram is meta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I... Like, when did that happen and why? I don't know because I don't (laughs) even understand it, but I got the same memo. Okay. I mean, when did money become something you can't see? I know. And Uh, and people are becoming billionaires on it. And then I read an article today that it dropped 40%. I'm like, dropped where? Like, where do you cash out the coins? Like, I don't understand, right? So this whole thing's confusing. So I was talking about my confusion and how I feel like- With the meta universe. Right. Like, I feel like I live in a meta, non-meta universe that is like parallel to this a Netta, a Netta universe, a non exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I feel like. I'm living in this parallel existence to something like I've never felt in my life that I didn't understand anything about it. And she's telling me, and I had read the article also that a woman was in there, and upon entering into the metaverse, whatever that is, she was gang raped. Okay. And how this made news and what this means and the violation and how traumatized she was, which I can appreciate. People are gang raping you. That is horribly, horribly, horribly scary and a violation and unacceptable and all of that stuff. However, the question that I had is, why didn't you just take the binocular things off, like the vision glasses off? Because then the metaverse apparently goes away. Right. You can only be in the metaverse if you have the, the, the virtual reality glasses on. Yeah. And my eyelash woman is like, well, in the metaverse, they don't even have legs. The one that's attached to the Facebook thing. And I'm like, well, how are you gang raped then if you don't have like a body, body, right? All the body parts. Right. And she's like, I don't understand. And she's like, why didn't they just hit the power button? I'm like, the power button, the ocular things, whatever those are. Like there were just so many things to this that made no sense to me, but it kind of goes to just shut off the damn TV and don't watch the streaming if it's becoming too much and it's causing you to start questioning and feeling so unstable about your sense of self in relation to others, just turn it off. That's the best piece of advice I can give you. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And as we're talking about it, I feel better as I think it through because I would like to think that I and others that you know we're smart enough to know the difference and we keep it kind of, this is in our entertainment column. Right. Mm -hmm. And then this is our reality column. And the two columns really aren't even in the same room. But, you know, sometimes it does sit through. And I'll just say, you know, no one really should be taking advice from me because what the hell do I know? But I think, too, sometimes we get these ideas, everyone out there, from the listeners. And when they email us and when they text and they call and they write in to talk about the topics that they want.
want us to kind of touch on. One of the things that I'm finding when this was brought to my attention about the overlap with this and how our minds get a little tricked, if you will, my piece of non-advice advice, where it makes sense that it would kind of start to grate on you mentally, is that we're probably watching these shows right before we fall asleep at night, right? Yeah. So we're in bed and we're watching episode and then it's like, okay, one more, one more, one Mm -hmm. more. And then again, I'm no doctor, but I guess to some degree, maybe some of this gets into our subconscious a little bit as we start to fall asleep. And if you're watching hour after hour after hour about people who are swindling you out of money and jewelry and love and affection and people and rela- and, and all of it together, and then you're falling asleep, I don't know what that does to someone's mind. Oh, of course. You'll start to dream about it. There'll be day residue. You're processing it in unconsciously as you're sleeping. And it definitely, it does not end well, for sure. Um, and it doesn't matter, though, when you're watching it. Honestly, I guess. I guess. It crosses over sometimes. And look, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not naive enough to say this will never, the things that you're seeing on TV will never play out in reality as evidenced by one in 400 residents times 20 years, right? Had dead bodies buried in his backyard. Well, one body. Let's say one body. It was only one. It was one body (laughs) in one house. Out of 400-something houses over a 20-year period of time. So it happens. But again, it wouldn't make a TV show if it didn't bypass the mass quantities, right? Like, I don't know if I said that well, but if it was such an obvious occurrence that always happens, it wouldn't be on TV mm-hmm. and and have a billion followers on it. True. So just yeah, another true. thing to kind of keep in reality. Yeah. Duly noted. Duly noted. All right. Well, I mean, with that being said, I guess we should all... It's a good thing we don't know how to stream and we don't understand how to pay for what we weren't really supposed to pay for in the first place because we thought it was free, but we kind of got bamboozled and swindled into thinking otherwise. But now we've kind of broken it down. So and we're free. And we are free. Yes, we are we, free. We Our are podcast free. Is Our free. podcast is free. So we are not bamboozling anyone out there. All you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your quote unquote streaming platforms. As of late, in addition to Google Play, our actual website, unpolishedtherapy.com, Spotify, and Apple on iTunes, we're now also going to be quote unquote streaming free on iHeartRadio. So that's exciting. So if anyone has that app, whether you've downloaded it for free or not for free, even though I, I think it legitimately is free, then subscribe. Just hit the button, maybe rate us. You know, we always appreciate the rates. We love the reviews. Share it with your friends. I don't think it costs money to click share. And hopefully we can get more people on board and we can break down wreckage every Wednesday together. Dr. Boca, I appreciate you so much. You did help us kind of get through the mud of fraud, deceit. And, you know, sometimes these are tough topics. So if we can kind of lighten the load a little bit and kind of put a fun, unpolished twist on it, but we can help people, then we've certainly done our job for today. Thank you. And thank you for having me. And look, this is a tough topic. It's something that people come back into therapy for forever. And it angers me sometimes that I give in and watch these shows because it's almost like I'm supporting this 
negativity that's going to unsettle people and cause relationships to fall apart. And I don't want to create paranoia in people's lives. That's not what I'm here for. I'm supposed yeah, to be Yeah, you don't want to perpetuate exactly. a problem that maybe was already there and this is yeah. only going to exacerbate it. Yeah, so. So I'm, I'm having a little guilt for watching it, but it, it's entertaining and I see it as from the entertainment value. I try not to see the destructive value in it, but there is destructive value in it. So So we have to be mindful of that. Yes. We have to be mindful. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen out there, so take what you will from this and maybe hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Unpolished Therapy. You can always email us at unpolishedtherapy at gmail.com. And of course, you can tweet us as much or as little as you like on Twitter. Our presence is there. We are not a fraud if we're completely ghosting you. That is not the case. It's just we don't have a lot of subscription on that end. But you can find us there at untherapy. So from Dr. Boca and myself, Rachel Silver Cohen, we wish you a great week. Be safe, be good. Stay unpolished, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Dr. Boca, for hanging out with me today. Thank you. Great sesh, girls. Hey, everyone, like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five star rating. Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, and break down all the wreckage.